Assalamu alaikum. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Tea Time. Um, once again, thank you all for joining into my podcast. Thank you for clicking this link. Thank you for listening. My name is Tia. I'm 25 years old from Jersey right now. Um, I'm a lover of intelligence. I'm an expert in nothing except for figuring it all out. I'm a believer in making dreams reality by working hard and identifying purpose in everything that you do. So, of course, I wanted to do a podcast for a very long time. Didn't know if I should start and find a partner to do the podcast. But because that was a waiting point for me, I would continue to procrastinate just because I didn't have someone to do a podcast with. I decided, go ahead, do for self, do it yourself, Tia, and get it done. So here I am, tea time, completely solo. Maybe one day I'll have a guest. I probably will. Um, But... It's just me talking off the dome about things that are important to me or are in my mind at the moment. So thank you all for tuning into my mind, for sharing a piece of my mind, and for being a listening ear to get all of this out of my head. All right, so when thinking about what it was that I wanted to discuss today, um, one word came to my mind. That was connectedness. Now, what does that mean? First of all, it came to my mind because... I've noticed a lot on social media and everywhere that we feel very disconnected right now because we're in a moment of quarantine. Yes, this is being recorded at a time where coronavirus is at its height. People in the United States of America are in quarantine or are protesting quarantine or are getting tired of quarantine or enjoying it um, and manifesting within quarantine. But quarantine is a thing and I feel like a lot of us may be feeling a little bit disconnected just off the strength that we can not do the things that we normally do in our day we can't go to work and then go hang out with friends we can't go on trips we can't go on vacations we can't go to concerts which I'm kind of sad about I was going to the millennium tour 2020 now I doubt that will ever happen but hey Whatever is safest, I'm safest, I'm down for that. But a lot of us are feeling a little disconnected. A lot of us are not comfortable with that feeling of disconnectedness due to um, being locked up, being in our homes during quarantine because of coronavirus and not knowing what the heck is going to happen to coronavirus. So in that respect, I kind of wanted to flip it um, so it's not kind of negative where we're focusing on why we feel disconnected but let's explore what connectedness is what does that mean what is the source of our connectedness what is connectedness is it necessary for our survival and how are we experiencing connectedness today when we can't actually go and see people that we used to see in order to hold a relationship with them so what can we do what's happening what's going on Uh, First of all, I always go to definitions. So I looked up the definition of connectedness founded on merriamwebster.com. I didn't just go with the Google definition. And connectedness is a noun, which means the state of being connected and having a close relationship with other things or people. The state of being related to someone slash something else. So in essence, what I get from that definition is connectedness is honestly all about 
just being related are you related to that thing not are you in relations with that thing but there's a connection that can be had just being related to something or just the fact that I'm a human being speaking and you're a human being that may be listening we have a relationship now we created a connection or if you're thinking similar to I have been thinking you're having worries with quarantine or you're you're kind of stuck and don't know what to do you want to get out of quarantine we are now connected because we have been thinking about or we have been talking about and discussing the same things um in our lives so connectedness is just having is just a related being able to relate to something or someone else i want to think i think that is very interesting that something or someone else so being connected is not solely for people um so let's get deeper into connectedness because i found even deeper things in my research of this thing called connectedness well being a psychology major of course i clicked on my little psychology today links and i found an interesting article that dives deeper into the idea of connectedness um, this was written by Stephen Taylor, PhD. So he's a guy with a PhD who wrote this article with his ideas about how we can go deeper with connectedness. Um, I'm just going to read a little bit from his introduction because I think he sums up how we typically think very well. So he starts off his little his blog post or his article with, we normally perceive ourselves as individuals living outside our brains and bodies you are an entity that seems to occupy your own mental space inside your head with the rest of the world appearing to be out there on the other side the conventional scientific view seems to validate this impression of individuality it suggests that in essence we human beings are agglomerations of material particles atoms and molecules that work together to form different parts of our bodies and organizing the interactions between them. Our minds and all of our mental phenomena are just the result of combined activity of brain cells. So it seems indisputable that we are in, are distinct, isolated entities living in separateness to one another. I have my body and brain and you have yours and we can touch each other physically or communicate with one another through language, but our sense of being as produced by our brains, is essentially enclosed within the physical stuff of our bodies. However, most of us regularly have experiences that seem to contradict this impression of separateness. I call these, he calls these, interconnective experiences, and he identifies three types of them. So I'm just going to skim over these three types of interconnected or interconnective experiences that he identifies. The first is pretty simple, and we talk about it all the time. Um, if you've ever had a class about religion or about yourself, empathy. Typically, we know what empathy is. So empathy is the cognitive ability to put yourself into someone else's shoes. Imagine what they are experiencing and to actually feel what they are experiencing. Um, so he says that's a very shallow part of empathy what he speaks about in interconnection is a deep empathy which is our consciousness seemingly expanding outwards and merging into other peoples so that we don't just 
think about what their feelings may feel like, but we can actually feel and share their feelings in the moment. It feels physical. We can feel it. If they're sad, we feel a sense of their sadness. If it's if they're hurt, we feel their pain. And it often leads to altruism, which is an act to try to alleviate suffering. Da-da-da-da-da. So I like this definition of interconnectedness because I find that me, myself, am a very empathetic person in the sense that I tell a lot of people that I feel the spirit in the room. Like, I can feel emotions in a room. If there was something going on and it was somebody was talking about me and I walk in a room, I can feel it. Yep, yes, I can. Or if somebody was getting into a fight and they just try to hide it or stop it, I can feel it. If somebody is trying to surprise me or do something nice for me, I can feel it. Someone's feeling sad, but they're not saying it. I can feel it. Like, I physically feel it. Um, when somebody's sad, I physically get sad. I cry over anime, okay? To where I'm still hurt over a lot of things that happened in Naruto. Mind you, I recently watched it, but I'm still actually, actually hurt with a lot of things that happened in Naruto. I'm not, not even going to bring it up, but Jiraiya should be alive. That's all I'm going to say. But hey, it is what it is. But, um, spoiler alert, by the way, haha, <laughs> but, um, that empathy is where it goes beyond just me imagining what you could be feeling, and I actually physically feel what it is that you do. So that's one way of being interconnected as people. The second type of interconnectedness that this man, Steven Taylor, PhD, deduces from his research and his ideas is the interconnectedness of being now this is very interesting and it goes pretty 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 deep um in a sense that uh people you know hippies let's say hippies they feel that they are nature right tree huggers they actually feel that they are one with that tree right um, I actually, I could say that I felt this, the other, I feel this with hurt animals. When animals are hurt, I really feel it. Like I feel their pain. I want to be close to them. I want to take care of them, but I can feel that pain when I see a little puppy walking around with a broken leg or something like that. Like this is the interconnectedness of being that my being, me being alive is connected with you being alive is connected with not just you as a person being alive, but that animal. It is connected with that tree that my life force is somehow shared with the life force that creates the stars, that creates the trees, that creates um, animals and everything so that I feel an actual connection with other forms of life. So that's an interesting one. We call them tree huggers. We call them hippies. Um, but I do feel a little bit of a sense of that not in the deep sense, and he uses a quote in here, um, a quote from somebody he did an interview of. She says, the deep aliveness of space is so amazing, it takes your wor words away. I don't just feel connected to it, I feel like I am it. So, you know, I've had documentaries that I've watched where I'm looking at the theories and I'm like, wow, I'm really space, me and stars are one, I am stardust, cool. I think of it in that sense, but for me to stare at the sky and say, I feel like I am space, 
that doesn't really vibe with me. Although I understand the idea of the interconnectedness of being. That's just me. Anyway, as Stephen goes on, his third type of experience interconnect of interconnectedness is the interconnectedness of knowing. Now this one, boom, 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 boom. Boom. Let me tell you. He goes automatically incites this. And this hits me because it happens all the time. Common experiences are thinking of someone you haven't seen for years and then receiving a phone call from them and bumping into them in the street. Do y'all know how many goddamn times that happens to me? Somebody random will come to my mind and then I see them. I literally see them. And it's on a day where I'm walking around and I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm going to see somebody I know today. I feel like I'm going to see somebody I know. And boom, it was that random person that I thought of that yesterday who I haven't thought of in years. And I haven't even, I never thought I would run into them again. But boom, here I am. That kind of connect, I never saw that as connectedness. I saw that as more of a deja vu thing which we don't know much about deja vu, but it seems very disconnected from anything and anyone else. But I think it's very interesting that he brought that up as a form of connectedness. And I agree, after getting into this next bit of connectedness that I'll go into, I agree with it as well because um, connectedness, it's, it's an energy. Empathy, the, starting with level one empathy, that's an energy that you can actually feel, which means that it's an actual physical thing if you actually take the time to um, explore it. Like, everything around us is an atom. So the energy we feel has to be transposed through something, if I'm using the right word. I'm not an electrician. I'm not a scientist. But the energy that we feel, it has to be connecting to us through something. It's not just being, I'm feeling it. No, there has to be something that literally connected that random person that you have not seen in years to you like an energy connected you to and then all of a sudden you met up like there has to be something and i think that's very interesting and in the next piece i'll go into in a little bit this awesome documentary it actually dives into the actual mechanisms that this theorist believes could actually make um make that happen the mechanisms that mechanisms that make connectedness happen so it's pretty darn cool so i enjoyed that page from psychology today a lot i thought steve had a lot to say that i enjoyed and it made me a little happy you know um just us being on social media during this quarantine we can, we should understand, and I've had my experiences to where I'm still being very connected to people. What we put out there on social media is very important because it can help to inspire life in somebody or it can help to inspire death. And that is an actual fact. That's an actual true thing. The things that we put out on social media, the things that we put out into the internet, into the waves, it, it is positive or it is negative. It can add to you or it can take away. That's just a fact. So we can be, con we not we can be, we are connected. Literally, we're connected on social media. I believe that social media makes us disconnected personally, but it also connects us 
in a different way, um, a little less interpersonal, but we're still connected through social media. Um, so with that responsibility of the connections that we make and have, we should be more cognizant of what it is that we put out there on social media. Um, just for the fact that we don't want to inspire or we don't want to degrade anybody's thinking, especially in this sensitive time, um, in terms of quarantining and maybe they're alone and, you know, can't really get to family or maybe they're still working and they're very afraid about contracting a virus. So being a positive force on social media is critical at this time, I believe. All right, so here's where in my research, I got really just connected to connectedness, all right? Because I found this website called Leadership Vision, and it is a program that basically focuses on team building within companies. So cool, blah, 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 whatever. They had these this strengths finder um, quiz kind of thing where they basically broke down just like we do the little emotional quizzes on Facebook and then they tell you that you're an empath or whatever. So this basically breaks down your strengths. So apparently a strength is connectedness. All right, what the heck does that mean? Hmm, let's read. So according to this website, leadershipvisionconsulting.com, this is where this information is from, People with a strength finder theme of connectedness believe that everything happens for a reason. They have a unique ability to connect the dots between what is happening in here and there and now with deep personal meaning. People with the strength of connectedness have a unique way of seeing events, people, and the world and are able to recognize instinctively that everything that happened is caused by something else. There is a ripple that connects the people and events together. In this connection, people with connectedness find meaning, purpose, and deeper relationships. People with connected with strength of connectedness enjoy being in situations and places that challenge their ability to connect seemingly ra- random things to find meaning, value, information, and explanation. People with connectedness see within the tangible and intangible alike, something that connects them with various people, places, and experiences. At times, people with connectedness appear to be randomly connecting a variety of obscure thoughts, but give them time because you may find they have an amazing ability to weave those thoughts together to create a beautiful pattern of meaning. People with connectedness often feel personal responsibility to the connections they make, In fact, they might find themselves becoming more and more connected to something over time, making change or disconnection very challenging. People with connectedness believe that people are not isolated, for we all impact and influence each other. Because they believe this, to their core, they may be very mindful and protective of actions that bring harm to others, no matter how distant. Huh. So if you were sitting here thinking, wow, that's me, that's me, let me tell you, that is exactly why I really got into this topic, because all of that right there described me. I didn't even know, I thought this was a diary post, because like, dang. First of all, if you know me, 
I'd eventually tell everyone that the way my intelligence works is not like information here, receive it and regurgitate it back. No, my mind works in connections. Okay. That means when you teach me physics or you teach me algebra, I need it to bounce off of the Hamlet book that I read in my high school class as well. I need when you teach me about how the housing industry, you teach me about real estate, it needs to bounce off the Tupac and Biggie Smalls um, beef that I watched the documentary about. That Those connections that I make in my mind help me to embed new information that I receive and new intelligence that I receive within me. Like, new intelligence can only stay in me when it's connected to something that's already here. And that's just crazy that somebody understood my brain enough to be able to dictate it and write it out in this little piece right here. So, I thought this was amazing. Like, extremely amazing. And shout out to everyone out there who may think just like me, who might need to learn just like me, because I feel you. I really do feel you. And sometimes our brain just races. We don't know what the heck it is that we're thinking. But hey, look, it makes sense. But I think people who have a strength in connectedness, I think we're doing fine right now in quarantine. We don't feel disconnected. And we might even feel more connected than when we were distracted by work and when we were distracted by everyday life things. And that is simply because we now have the time to think about who and what we give our energy to. We have the time and care now to be able to give the energy to what we want to give our energy to. We don't we're not forced to give our energy to work. We're not forced to give our energy to certain sur- social circles just because they're there and we're going to run into them. No, we are able to now decide what it is and how it is we give our energy to our connections and relationships in life. And I think that is so critical and so important and is such a positive in this quarantine that I want to be able to share with everyone who doesn't naturally think like this as well then that's the point of this episode here like I want everyone to understand that connect connectedness does not stop because you're not able to continue on with your individual life that that pretty much wraps it up in that statement I started this out by saying we typically view ourselves as other than ourselves. We see ourselves as individuals. We do not see ourselves as one part of a whole. We do not see ourselves as a whole within a whole. Like we do not see ourselves. And because we don't see ourselves, we can't see ourselves in relation to other people, which means we cannot actually sense connections, which means we do not actually sense connections. That's how we function in our daily lives. That's how I function, even someone who values connections. I function like that in my daily life just because life was so busy. I have things I need to worry about, bro. I'm not worried about who it is I see or what it is that happens. I'm so focused on my brain, my body, how I'm feeling, all of that. But we are not individuals. We are not. 
Like human beings are not meant to be individualistic. We're not meant to be. That's not natural to us. Look at how leaves grow, bro. There's a branch, multiple leaves. The branch is connected to a tree. The tree roots itself into the ground. The ground gets its life from water. The water, like, there's a cycle and everything is connected. Nothing is individual. But humans somehow believe that we are individuals. But that is just simply not true in the way that we need to interact. In the society, we award individuality. However, in order to feed your soul, your spirit, in order to have a purpose in this world, it has to be, in my opinion, it has to be connected to other beings. You have to realize your connection to the world and how what you do right now is affecting everyone around you, is affecting history. What we do right now affects history. And when we don't think like that, we get people like protesters, people protesting against wearing a mask during coronavirus. That's what we get, in my opinion. In my opinion. Um, so I'd like to move on to another opinion. I found this awesome, 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 beautiful, amazing documentary. I love documentaries. I'm a little nerd. Um, shout out to my nerds. But this documentary is called The Connected Universe. And it's a documentary by the physicist Nassim Haramin. Nassim Haramin. I hope I'm spelling that right. I'll put them in the show notes. But he is awesome. I bought his documentary on Vimeo because I wanted to see it. He has a free lecture out on YouTube. But I'd rather see things in documentary form. Um, But this scientifically uh, through physics. I don't know the math behind it. He taught the math behind it. But some of that stuff went over my head. But through physics, through science, this man was able to paint a picture of how energy and connectivity works and i thought it was awesome i definitely recommend that you all pay the five dollars to rent um this documentary on vimeo if you're at all interested in the universe and atoms and black holes and space um but something that i definitely wanted to there are like a few points I wanted to key on from his documentary that made me think deeper. First of all, disconnected, disconnection, disconnectedness, disconnectedness. We can see that we live in a disconnected world through the evidence of war, poverty, racism, all of those things. The what we a lot of times say humanity is how humanity is just selfish. That is evidence of our disconnectedness as human beings to each other. And honestly, I think that cell phones and I think social media does feed into that disconnectedness to where we can create whole new lives on social media as we do. We have an Instagram life. We have a Twitter life. We have a TikTok life. We have a a LinkedIn life. And we're completely disconnected. Um through that because we're not putting our full we're not putting our true selves forward right um and i think that when you are a person like many of us are have been and will be 
um, somebody who is disconnected with yourself, then you can only portray and perpetrate perpetrate a disconnected person on social media. But then you have other disconnected people with themselves who are following this disconnected person on social media. They look at them as an influencer and then they try to replicate them. And we just become more and more disconnected with ourselves in the cycle. That's why it's important that we are cognizant of what it is and who we are on social media. Also, I thought it was important that um, kind of the idea that went into creating this documentary is that instead of looking at objects, instead of looking at human beings as being the basis for our study, like um, human beings are the basis for the study of matter, why don't we look at matter or space being the basis of our study of human beings? So instead of us looking at the small picture and trying to create a big picture, why is it that science has not yet looked at the big picture and tried to get to the small picture by becoming more familiar and being able to understand the big picture a little better and what that big picture means around the small picture. So that's where this documentary is coming from, the big picture creating the small picture. So his philosophy is that, oh, I'm sorry, I use matter and all of that stuff wrong. But his philosophy is that space makes the matter. It's not that matter makes the space. So we are the matter. Human beings are the matter. Space, the unknown, is what we don't know. We don't know what's going on in the universe. We just call it the universe. A lot of people are studying it. We don't know about the thousands of other universes out there. Blah, 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 blah. But... If we're able to look at the universe before us human beings, maybe we can find a little more. And I love, love, love this quote that was used. And I want you all to absorb all of this. It's a quote from Rumi, the philosopher. You are not a tiny drop of water in an ocean. You are an entire ocean in a drop. Boom. Woo. Okay. What that mean? Hmm. Okay. I think this that was compounded when um in the documentary Nassim started speaking about how an atom, the proton is the center of an atom, right? Atoms are they make up everything. They make up all matter. Atoms make up matter. Um and the space around matter. And he started speaking about a black hole and how The proton is basically a mini black hole. So the black holes that are in space that we have no idea what they are, the information in that black hole is the same information in that tiny proton. It's as if that tiny proton is in communications with the giant black hole that is light years away from it. So every single proton that makes us up and every single proton that is around us is in communication and connected to the black hole that we know nothing about in space, which means that there's a way for us to know about it. Boom. You are not a tiny drop of water in an ocean. You are an entire ocean in a drop. Boom. I think that just, that compounds it so much more. 
um, to have that scientific like backing of that philo- philosophical quote that you are literally a giant ocean in a drop. Like that little tiny proton has everything and every little bit of information of the universe in it. Boom. Because we're all one. We're all interconnected. There's nothing separate, nothing individual in this life, in this existence. Dang. So that was one of the biggest, 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 biggest ideas that I got from the documentary. Um, Shoot, but there was a lot. I definitely suggest that you all Google and find the connected universe and watch it. Um... This other idea that I thought was critical in the documentary was the feedback mechanism. Now, there might be some of you listening who are used to the idea of the law of attraction. And the law of attraction basically means what you put out into the universe, similar to karma, you receive back. Um, But this is more focused not on what you do to others, but on the thoughts that you have within yourself. The idea is that your thought is energy. So therefore, if you put energy out into the universe, you're going to receive energy back of the same nature. So in this documentary, they call that a feedback mechanism. And Nassim says that everything in the universe has a feedback mechanism. The way that waves move is a feedback mechanism. There's force pushed onto it and there's force that returns. And... Us presenting something to the universe and the universe providing feedback back to us, us receiving um, like an answer, that is the feedback mechanism. So essentially, I took that as prayer, positive thoughts, affirmations, and the law of attraction kind of mixed into one. And I really, really, really want us to test this out with all of this alone time, perhaps that we have, if we're not working right now, even if you don't have that much alone time, take some time to experiment with the universe today. I'm a believer in God. I believe that there's a higher power, a human being that is the creator of all things and how has allowed us and continues to allow us to function in the way that we are for now. Um, However, for those of you who do not have a solid belief in God, you don't have a solid belief in a creator, check out and just try to test the feedback mechanism. Just try it. So what do I mean by that? A test could be put something out into the earth. Ask something about, uh, let's say not someone in your life, ask something about your goals. Are you on the right track? That's a good question. Ask the universe or ask God, if you believe in God, are you on the right track? Please give me a sign of whether or not I am on the right track and I should continue the way that I am going. That is a beautiful question to ask right now because we have a pause in the way the world has been functioning. So please ask that. Ask that. I'll ask that too actually and let's see what the feedback mechanism does i would really love to hear if you message me i would really love to hear um if you got any answers from the feedback mechanism 
because I think that's awesome. So, of course, we may not always get what it is that we want from that feedback mechanism, but it is critical to understand that in order to receive something from nature, we must give. So we have to be very in tune with our hearts. We have to be very in tune with nature when we're asking something of it. We have to be very in tune with God when we are asking something of God. We just can't play or dilly-dally or not really believe in it because we won't receive anything back if we don't believe in it. So ways to get in touch with nature is go on a walk. You know, we're in quarantine, but we can go on walks outside, um, being with a pet, being with an animal, uh, being with a group, well, not really now, but being with some friends or being on Zoom with a group of friends who get you to the point of gratefulness. Gratefulness is a good feeling to have when you are asking something, asking for something. You have to be grateful in order to receive, um, So being in a good environment, maybe meditating, being in a great environment is what's important first in order to tap in, I will say, into the connectedness that we naturally have with everything around us in the universe as well as God. Because it's just, you definitely want to do something with this time that we have where the country is not functioning as usual. Things are closed. They're talking about opening up businesses and stuff. But before they do all of that, before we go and jump to that, I definitely think that we should think about the idea of connectedness. Do we function out of the fact of connectedness? It is a fact that we are not individuals and we cannot function and thrive as individual individuals. We can survive, sure, but we cannot function and thrive without the connectedness and acknowledging the connectedness with other people, other things, other parts of nature, and with the universe and with God. We cannot thrive and function without that. We will have issues. And if we have been, if we're so focused, I would say at this time, on the disconnectedness we feel in quarantine, I think that's a good sign that we may have been disconnected in our thinking of normal life. And when we go back to normal life, let's do something different. Let's do something new. And let's be more connected in our actions. Let's be more connected in our interactions with people. Let's be more connected in where we like to spend our time, where we decide to spend our time. Let's think. Let's be more present. Let's be more interactive. Let's love our family a little harder, let's love our friends a little more, and let's be there. Let's just be present. That's a good way to say it. Let's be present. Because when we're present, it's a little easier to connect with everything around us. Um, But definitely a first step thing that we can do right now, post something positive on social media. Something positive. Even if it's a selfie, put a positive quote under that selfie. Janae Aiko just dropped a long album of just a whole bunch of positive vibes. So take any quote from that and just post it under your selfie. If you want to post a selfie or post a positive quote that you see somewhere or post a picture of a positive book that you're reading. But put some positivity out there in the air on social media because that's the number one step that we all can do right now. And we all should do it. Let's spread 
positivity. Let's spread love because that is our connectedness. If we're not connecting on the means of love, then we are not connecting at all and we are disconnected. So let's do better as people. Let's fight the inclination to feel disconnected. Let's fight that idea of feeling disconnected right now by connecting ourselves to positivity, to love, okay? And I know that may be hard, but meditation, prayer, if you believe in God, meditation is a form of prayer in my belief as well. Uh, Anything, taking walks in nature, loving on your pet, loving on your family, loving on your coworkers if you're going to work still, giving somebody a good note, a happy note so that they can ponder on that throughout their day. Like whatever it is that comes to mind, you don't have to give money to anybody. Money is not a form of happiness or connectedness. But of course, if you're able to donate and give money to charities that are popping up everywhere, do that as well. But don't always think that just because you cannot give money to someone that you are not able to be a positive force in their life. That is not true. Money is the is the bottom line. Money is the least that you can do for somebody. But what we all can do is be more positive in our actions and share that positivity for everyone to see. Don't just hide it. Um, but I thank you all if you've come this far. I thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening to Tea Time. Connectedness was on my mind. I feel more connected to everyone who has listened thus far. And I thank you all. Really do appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful day. Hope you have a wonderful night. I hope you have a wonderful morning. Whatever you may be doing. Whatever is happening in your life. Peace. Assalamu alaikum. Go with peace. And spread love everybody. production started out as a photography business that I created started as a hobby made some money off of it made a little bit of a business and I named it TNT Productions because I knew I wanted it to grow into something more I wanted to expound upon the hobbies that I had to make it more so if you have any questions if you want any photos please email us tiatiaproductions33 at gmail.com and of course you can check out our website tiatiaproductions.com for more information